Oramai. Good morning. This is Judith Lay welcoming you to Manx Radio and to the podcast of this week's edition of At Your Service. Manx Radio. No more smarties, jelly tots, or deckers. There are changes at the beach mission this year. The challenge of being kind and courageous, and why you really should stop kicking yourself. It's all on today's programme, as well as news of St Mackle's Week celebrations that start today. And music, later from Dave Bilborough, and right now from the Salvation Army. The Salvation Army Central Division Corps and Congregation, and I'll go in the strength of the Lord. Someone who has relied massively on the strength of the Lord to guide her particularly through the last three years is Sharon Harper. 
When she stood in Southwark Cathedral on London's South Bank back in February 2019 to be commissioned as worldwide president or leader of the four and a half million members of Mother's Union, she couldn't have imagined the COVID-related challenges she and her board of trustees would have to face. Mother's Union is the world's oldest and largest women's movement, working worldwide to support family life in whatever form it takes, and to specially reach out to those who are most marginalised and neglected in society, women and children. Mother's Union works in 84 different countries, with members shaping what they do to best meet the needs of their local communities. In her work as worldwide president, Sharon Harper is seldom in her own home in Guyana, but almost always visiting Mother's Union members in another country. This week, Sharon has been here at the cathedral in Peel, meeting Mother's Union representatives from all over the island, who gathered there to meet her. Sharon presented a special award to the leader of Moran Mother's Union, Mrs May Corlett, who, at the age of 100, is the oldest Mother's Union branch leader in the world. I was there too and asked Sharon just how much worldwide travel she has to do. I've been meeting some of the most amazing members, just like you have here in the Isle of Man, who are very committed into making a difference in transforming lives, in giving a future to those who need it, the vulnerable, the marginalized, those who still hide in the dark corners and scream silently. Mother's Union is very much at the front line and at the forefront of transforming these lives. It's very sad to say that whenever there's a crisis, it's the women and girls and families that suffer most. And at perhaps this time, when we have the global crises of climate change and so many other things coming out of the COVID-19 pandemic, women and girls experience extremes of poverty, of violence, of abuse, of injustice. And we in Modest Union are here. Those are our priorities. And our theme is transformation now. And so what we want to make sure is to make our work relevant to the challenges that we are facing today, the needs of women and girls and families as a whole. And we want to make sure that our work is relevant not only for today, but for 21st century life. While she was at the cathedral on Wednesday, Sharon was clearly very happy to be given another task to perform. It was a huge privilege for me to have been invited by the Dean of the Cathedral to unveil the statue in the Bible Garden, a statue that is portraying the importance of girl-child literacy and education. And that is so much needed around the world today, and it is a huge part of Mother's Union work in the African countries, in Tanzania, Burundi, the Malawi and um, very much needed. We just accept 
literacy as something that's normal and it happens from the time we were a child but sadly to say overseas in many many countries many children and many families do not have this opportunity and that's where Mother's Union is able to make a huge difference and give these girl children, all children, all families, a chance to flourish in this life, a chance to be who they can be and make a difference in our society. Sharon is actually here on the island before going to the Lambeth Conference that starts later this week. The Lambeth Conference is an international meeting of Anglican bishops from all over the world and as head of the entire Anglican Communion, the Most Reverend and Right Honourable Justin Welby, Archbishop of Canterbury, will lead around 700 archbishops and bishops in two weeks of prayer and discussion. The conference theme is God's Church for God's World, and the bishops will explore what it means for the Anglican Communion to be responsive to the needs of a 21st century world. The Lambeth Conference is usually held every 10 years, but for various reasons, chief among them being the pandemic, it's actually been 14 years since the last conference, and I'm sure there'll be plenty to report on this programme in weeks to come. But Sharon has a particular reason for being at the conference, as she now explains. Yes, I'm very much looking forward to the much-awaited Lambeth Conference this year in Canterbury. And indeed, it is a privilege once again for me to be able to speak at the Lambeth Conference. And I'll be speaking in two areas, one on reconciliation and I'll be speaking about hope hope if we can promote peace and reconciliation and I'll be sharing Mother's Union examples of where we have been a success in turning unrest and division and disunity and conflict into a place of harmony and peace. I will also be speaking on domestic abuse as well which you know is so prevalent in society today and has increased hugely during the COVID pandemic. And again, giving another Mother's Union story of success that I came upon recently in one diocese, the Diocese of Trinidad and Tobago, and the huge difference Mother's Union is making in the lives of young boys who have experienced violence in the home and in the community. Had it not been for Mother's Union, they would have gone astray. But thank God, Mother's Union was there to rescue them. Do you ever feel that the strength of Mother's Union isn't fully appreciated? Sometimes I feel so because as a faith organisation, I find it's difficult sometimes for governments to accept that Mother's Union not only serves Christians, but we serve people of all faith and those of no faith at all. What's priority for us is to reach all of God's people in God's world. And so sometimes it's hard when we come forward from a Christian community and for governments to accept us, just like they willingly accept NGOs. Who could have imagined 
when you took on the mantle of the worldwide president and you had a new international board of trustees to support you. Who could have imagined that COVID was around the corner? Such a challenge to steer a charitable organisation through a worldwide pandemic. And yet you did it. I did that by the grace of God and the lots of many Mother's Union members who wanted to see Mother's Union survive the pandemic and come out on the other side to flourish again. I had an amazing team with me of worldwide trustees and they have walked this journey. How challenging it was in those times to now where we are back face to face and flourishing again and excited to just push transformation wherever they have been planted. As leaders, as a board, we engage 200,000 grassroots members from around the world, representatives from our 84 countries, to come together and, and tell us what, what challenges are you facing? What is your vision? What's happening in your part of the world? And once we laid everything on the table, we then went into prayer and positioned ourselves to hear from God. So our priorities are now based on what the voices of our grassroots members all around the world. And the priorities that have come out are stopping violence, stopping hunger, stopping injustice. And that is where we're going forward to deal with these issues. Sharon, thank you so much for coming and sharing some of your infectious enthusiasm and your massive commitment. We really appreciate it. Thank you very much indeed. Sharon Harper, Worldwide President of Mother's Union. Thank you. Thank you.
music from Dave Bilborough. And before that, I was talking with Sharon Harper, Worldwide President of Mother's Union. Leader of Mother's Union here on the island is Reverend Jeanette Hamer, Vicar of Kirkmichael. And if you'd like to know more about what Mother's Union does here at home, come and see us at the Royal Show in a couple of weeks' time. The Mother's Union tent is always easy to find, and we'd love to see you and have a chat. Well, there'll be no more jelly tots, smarties, crunchies and deckers. Instead, there'll be starfishes, seahorses, turtles and sharks. I wonder if you've guessed that I'm not talking about a trip to the sweet shop. I'm talking about the Port St Mary's Scripture Union Beach Mission, back at full power, offering two weeks of daily activities every weekday for 0 to 17-year-olds in six different age groups. Everyone is welcome and activities are free and include games, crafts, competitions and interactive Bible-based activities appropriate for each age group. David Stewart of Scripture Union was on the island recently and we had a chat about the beach mission that starts very soon. Yes, starting Sunday the 31st of July and going through to Friday the 12th of August. We're doing the full two weeks this year. It must be a great relief to be back. You've done brilliantly. You you kept the mission going online. Then last year we had just a slimmed down beach mission. But you've kept the presence there. You've really worked hard on that. And it wasn't easy, was it? No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't easy. And it was very, very grateful to the folks here on the island who kept things going when we couldn't get across. So, of course, the, the first year that... Oh, when COVID came along, they were able to do some things in person because we weren't allowed. But the bulk of it we did online and it was a lot of effort recording with different people around the countries and then coordinating all that together and, and getting up on the website. But it was great that folks here were able to put something on. And then last year, uh, as you say, we did about 10, 10 days, so a week and a, a couple of days. Some of us were able to come across who had been double vaccinated and ticked all the boxes. Uh, and again, we had all our folks uh, here on the island. So it was really great to be here, but it's going to be even better to have the two weeks this year. Will it be pretty much the beach mission that we all know and love? Well, we're doing a few changes, nothing fundamental. We're just changing the timetable a little bit, some tweaks. We're doing slightly less evening sessions for the younger ones because we find they get very tired. And so we've decided that we'll change um, slightly the age groups, you know, what ages they are, and we've decided to change the names as well. The team kept kind of going, is it really right to be having names after sweets? What, you know, are we encouraging them to, to eat lots of sweets? So we've decided to, to change the names. So is there a website we should be watching or a social media we should be following? Yes, uh, the website is psmbm.im. And if you go to that, you'll be able to go there and book, as has been the case in, in past years. Of course, we do like to have advanced bookings, but you know, we can take people as walk-ups, as they say, assuming we've got, we've got space. But we do have to be careful these days with ratios and, and things like that. So if you can book in advance, that's best. But, um, oh, you know, we will, if we've got space, take people. And uh, there will be the phone number on, on there for last-minute people if you want to check up. Go to the website, see what we do. David Stewart, thank you very much indeed for talking to me and we look forward to meeting up again at Beach Mission. Great, fantastic. Thank you very much, Judith. And just a reminder that you can register your children for all the fun of the Beach Mission via the website David mentioned, psmbm.im.
But don't worry if you can't do that. You can just come along and join in any day from August the 1st onwards. Just go to facebook.com and search for Port St. Mary Beach Mission and you'll find all the information you need about session times and age groups right there. And as always, the Beach Mission headquarters is Malmore on the promenade in Port St. Mary.
And now it's time for our Word of the Week from Ruth Rice, founder of Renew Wellbeing, cafe-style safe spaces where everyone is welcomed, supported and gently encouraged to find their own pathway to mental health. Ruth has created a very personal A to Z of things that are good for her own mental and emotional well-being. And each week, she shares another letter from her own alphabet, in case what's good for her might be good for us too. We've reached the letter K. So Ruth, what have you got for us today? K is for kicking yourself. And that's set against the practice of self-forgiveness. I have this thing where it's almost like a hangover from having said all the wrong stuff when I've been in in different groups. I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but you go home and thinking, oh, I can't believe I said that or didn't say that. And I go over and over things. It's it's part of the curse of being a worrier, of being somebody who's good at meditating, which is just going over and over something good, is I'm also quite good at worrying, going over and over something not so good. And this business of, oh, I've got something wrong, and then mentally kicking yourself, giving yourself a real kicking. I don't advise it. You end up just a bit bruised on the inside and nobody knows you were doing it anyway. And it's not what God's doing. He completely forgives us when we ask him. And his forgetfulness is also complete. I wish, I wish that I could believe each day when we do our morning prayers and we do our lunchtime prayers together as a charity, we ask for his love and forgiveness and we receive his love and forgiveness. The hardest person to forgive is often yourself. So instead of K being for a good kicking, maybe it could be for some kindness towards yourself and a bit of forgiveness. Thank you, Ruth Rice. And there'll be more from Ruth's Alphabet of Wellbeing next week. And that's almost all we have time for today. So let's finish with a look at our notice board. And this morning, I'd like to tell you about the programme of special events to celebrate St Mackle's Week. St Mackle's is honoured as patron saint of the Isle of Man. And St Mackle's Day is next Sunday, the 31st of July. But leading up to that day, Kirk Mackeld invites you to explore its history, its traditions and its role today as an active centre of Christian worship and a focus of pilgrimage. So, tonight at half past six, there'll be choral evensong in Kirk Mackeld, sung by the choir of St Peter's Church in Onken, directed by Mrs Wendy McDowell. Tomorrow, Monday evening... Just a Song at Twilight is an evening of organ, piano and song from Gareth Moore and Friends. It'll start in the church at half past seven and will be followed by light refreshments. On Tuesday evening at seven o'clock, Reverend Ian Folds will give an illustrated lecture on the untold story of St Mackled. This will be in Mackled Church Hall and will be followed by light refreshments. Wednesday night at 7, it's another lecture in Mackled Church Hall, this time by Chris Hobdell, and it'll be all about Archibald Knox, his work and achievements, with refreshments afterwards. On Thursday, Friday and Saturday, weather permitting, there'll be afternoon teas in the cottage garden in front of Kirk Mackled, served from 3 o'clock until 5 Claire Christian will talk about heavy horses, the giants of Garth, in an illustrated lecture in Mackled Church Hall on Thursday evening at 7, and that too will be followed by refreshments. There are two opportunities to join Anne Crane's graveyard tour, called Mackled and its Memories. The tours, which last an hour, are at 3 o'clock on Friday and Saturday, and the starting point is the churchyard gate. 
Phil Crane will lead a mini-pilgrimage to St Michael's Well next Saturday afternoon. The walk will start at St Paul's Church in Ramsey next Saturday afternoon at 4 o'clock. And at 7 o'clock on Saturday, there'll be a service of Compline, either in the open air, in the North Keel, in the churchyard, or in Kirkmackled if it's wet. And the final events are next Sunday, the 31st, St Mackle's Day, when there'll be a Celtic Eucharist in Kirkmackled at 11 o'clock on Sunday morning and evening prayer to close the week, again in the North Keel, subject to weather, next Sunday at 5. There's a programme leaflet and posters out in the community, but you'll also find all the details at facebook.com. Just search for Kirk Mackled. And that's all that we have time for now. But I'll be back in the studio tonight from nine with Sundown. And as well as easy listening music to round off the weekend, there'll be lots of general notice board news throughout the programme. I'd love you to join me if you can. And do please email me if you've got items for the notice board. My address is judithlay at manxradio.com. So, till whenever we meet again, this is Judith saying thank you for listening and I wish you and those you love a blessed and peaceful week and a very good morning. Music.